So you guys are just outside of uh, what is it? Flying Dragon Fortress, right? Um, no, we're, we're between Gauchin and Maichin at the moment. Um, Boroshonkin's sword is heading towards Flying Dragon Fortress with uh, 100 uh, Longmar Hall bowmen. Okay, alright. Alright, so you guys are on the road between Gauchun and Maichun. Uh, what do you want to do? Oh, um, well, are, are the beggars, like, how, how did the beggars feel after we've succeeded in our mission, supposedly? <laughs> so, um, so, so they're still with you guys, I suppose. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, the chief, you know, looks at you and he says, he says, we should keep striking generals dead now. We've succeeded so far. Um, we should see if there are any generals who are, uh, willing to, uh, turn to the light and rise up against the, uh, the glorious emperor. All the generals that are on the emperor's side start dying too. It should help with the recruiting. So I I can see both angles working at the same time in combination. I think there's only one more general that's sort of in easy travel distance of us, right? Um, um, let me see. So there is, uh, was general one, you, one of the guys that you were thinking of the guy, the general of Feishu prefecture, which is the neighboring prefecture. Yeah. Um, let me just see if there's wow. any others in your area. Um, what do we know about him? I've forgotten. Um, let me see. So you would know, you would know that he's generally known to be pretty loyal. Okay. So he has to die then, I guess. Well, you can always try convincing him. Like, <laughs> there's there's nothing better than uh, a loyal person who's been converted to a different cause. I mean, just means they will be more stubborn against their former masters. But I don't know that we'd be able to convince him that easily. Um, but it's worth a try at least. The. Uh... The, the the chief says to you, he says, how far away from from this area of the Empire are you willing to travel? Uh, oh, crap. We don't know what the actual time frame of what we want to do is. Like, we, we want to the the Hyannese, the Heian the Hi, uh, army to have time to march across. Uh, we don't know if the Kailin army is going to be um, going through the mountains. Uh, we know that the most important general, I think it was, of the so the ex-husband of um, Peru May is at Hu Chin, right? Yes. That's yeah. yep. And there's no chance we can turn him, and killing him is probably going to be quite difficult as well. Um, I mean, what do you guys think? Like, uh, how we went to track all the way up to? Uh, I'm willing to travel wherever. I'm pretty mobile. I don't know. What about you, Dafang? Um.
Well, there's... Uh... We're currently sort of in the south of the Empire, right? Yeah, do you guys have the current... Let me give you guys a, another version of the main map, because that might be handy here. I'm assuming we're sort of near Lethan? You were you were close to Lethan, yeah. Um, let me just uh, send this. So it's going through now. Um, but that should give you all the different provinces of the Empire and all that. And you guys are in Fanchu. Is it going through Skype or email? Skype. There we go. It is downloading. Slowly. It's almost <laughs> He's taking his He's time. Watching it. Uh, okay. Uh, let me upload this as well. didn't work no it's uh, on my end i'm just trying to upload it to images so i have easy access to it But General Wan okay. Yu is in um, Fei Lu, which is a port city in in that in Feishu province. Uh, yes. So, where, uh, we we are at Fanshu, okay, and General Wan Yu is. Where again? He, he's in a city right. See Feishu Province to the right. He's okay, in, yeah. He's yeah, in okay. a city right above the mouth of the river there. Okay. Interesting. Um, do we want to go talk to the general now, or do we want to see if we can, since we're in the area, go find the uh, the Jade Owl bandits first? So Jade Owl bandits are giving us uh, what relating to Yao, like a way to reverse the ritual. Yeah, that sounds pretty useful. Yeah, I mean, we, if we if we run into Yao while we're going around trying to kill generals, we'll be really sorry we didn't have that ritual. Oh, 
Can you yeah. guys hold on one second? I'm getting a call that looks important. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I well, yeah, I think we should uh, go for the ritual first. Yeah, it's it's local. Um, it'll take us a couple of days, and then we can go. Um, see, if we can find the other general. Mm-hmm. I think all in all, we should probably aim to get back to Snake Peak, or in, in about a month or so. I... Back to Snake Peak. What's at Snake Peak? Um, the Coalition Army, right? Yeah. Okay. Alright, sorry about that. Um, okay, so... Um, I'm sorry, what were you guys saying? Yeah, we will try and find the J-Dow bandits. Okay. Um, Alright, so you know that they're in the um, uh, eastern section of the province. Uh so how do you want to go? Where do you want to head to? You basically have to kind of roam around Fox Spirit Hill and find them. They're not they're not really a uh, uh, based in anywhere in particular. Yeah, well, I guess we do that. All right. Oh, yeah, make our way there. First, we just need to ask around in the area. Yeah, there's there's inns there and stuff like that. Um, let's see. Oh, have the beggars gather the information because they're not wanted. Also that, yeah. Um, well, that's another angle. Um, let's see here. So, uh, so Chief Zhen says to you if um, if if. If you're go if you're going to head east, uh, perhaps we should stay in the area and await your order. Oh. A hundred beggars traveling is somewhat noticeable. <laughs> I'll leave Ping to deal with his sect members. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the best idea. Uh, it's not any purpose in you coming along on this expedition. Um, but yeah, after this, we'll be going after another general, so. Shall we await you in, um, River Village? River Village would be perfect. All right, they, they, they bow to you and they, and they depart. And what is Bronze Master going to do? He hasn't said anything yet. He says, um... He says, I, uh... I'm going to go with you. Alright. Um... Who else is with us? I'm trying to remember who else is in the coalition. I think that's uh, right now, right? Isn't it? You I guys? think it's, yeah you guys in Bronze Master, and I mean Boris Drunken Sword. Boris Drunken Sword has gone off of the um, Zomaho people to harass troops, so he's not with us at the moment. So yeah, I guess that's everyone. Um, Alright, in that case, let's go to to the Fox Spirit Hill. 
Um, all right, so uh, can I get a, a survival roll to make it to Fox Spirit Hill? And do you want to uh, go okay. anywhere in particular on Fox Spirit Hill? Uh, we'll head towards Southwind Manor, I guess. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. So make make your rolls. I got an eight. Eight, first survival right. roll. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me do some date upkeep first. Uh, so it's currently the 13th of the horse moon. Okay, so it'll be the... So but uh, so a day passes and you make it uh, a little of the way. Can you make another roll? Yeah. Uh, I got a nine. All right, so you make it into the foothills of, um, of Fox Hill. Can you make another roll? And are you, are you doing anything in particular to to seek them out, or are you just kind of wandering, like... I guess I could... Can I, like, use survival to try and pick up tracks of groups of people and stuff as well? Yeah. Traveling? Yeah, why don't you make two, two, why don't you make two survival rolls for each time? One for the... Just the traveling, and one for the tracking. Okay, so I got eight for the traveling one, and... Tracking... Uh, I got ten. Oh, okay. All right, so yeah, you actually do find, um... Uh, signs... Number one, signs of some kind of battle, and what what you imagine to probably be tracks leading uh, leading to uh, to some kind of you know gang or group. Let's go. <laughs> Let's follow these tracks to the last group of people. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Of course. All right. Okay. So. Um, all right, so you so you you follow the tracks, and a, as you're walking, to Bronze Master does say something. He says, um, "He says, you know, there is a general in uh, in Beyond New Province that we might be able to turn to our cause uh, if we're willing to to send messages that far." And where? In Beyond, uh, sorry, uh, Beyond New. Oh, Beyond New. Oh, God, yes, really north, far north. north. East, yeah. But he commands sixty thousand troops, mm. and and I've heard a rumor that he's infatuated with one of the emperor's concubines, Lady Yu Huan. Well, that if, if we can get him on our side, the advantage there is he's going to have trouble coming at him from both sides. So, uh, mm. is there a general in every province? By the way, no. I mean, there there are soldiers in every province, but there are not these generals with massive troops in every province. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you've got a revolt in the south and the north, it makes it a lot harder to put it down. Uh, and the capital city is Daolu? No, the uh, capital city is Nansun. Nansun. Daolu is ah, more of an economic yeah. uh, okay. powerhouse of a city. Okay. Nansun and the presumed area where the Yao Hearts are stored is fun. Correct. Okay. Um, okay. Um, how many days journey is that from here? Holy crap. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, beyond you is far. Probably faster to go by water. I was thinking that, yeah. We can go from Feishu and sail around to be a new several days on the water 
totally not going to get by pirates or sea demons. But <laughs> um, I mean, that's an option. As anyone's answered, yes, that's uh, definitely something we should consider. Um, Lots of options at the moment. Yeah. I mean, we're going to go to um, Fei Shu anyway to try and to see if we can either kill or sway um, General Wan Yu to our side. Um, perhaps we could also commandeer a boat uh, there and sail to Bian Yu. Mm. Yeah, that's a good idea. So a question to Brendan is, how many days sailing is that? Is it still a hex a day, or is our boat no, significantly about, faster? It's about three hexes a day. Two, three, four, five, six days of sailing, and then six days back. Half a month, give or take. Because um, because sending a message isn't enough per se. I'd I'd reckon. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the sort of thing we, we, we kind of want to have, have a representative to talk about. Yeah, we need someone important to go. Kenny, you feel the ground rumble a little bit under your feet, by the way. Rumbling? Mm. Uh, I wave every to hush and to get off the road. Get off the road, then. All right. Yeah. All right, you hear, you hear, like, once you guys hush and you're silent, you hear, like, the clang of swords off in the distance through the trees in the direction that you were heading. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe not head off the road. No, we'll, 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 we'll sort of um, skirt around and... I'll sort of skirt around and head towards... I don't know if you guys want to follow me or not. Yeah, I'll follow. All right. Adam, by the way, I can't see your uh, your camera. It seems to be turned off. Um, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. I don't know how that happened. All right, okay. Kenny, uh, can you make it a survival roll just to kind of approach it as you would like? Ugh, oh, God. A three, a one, and a seven. All right, Ugh, seven. All right so you, you see a clearing in the forest about, I don't know, uh, half a mile from where you, were, uh, where you first heard this. And you see a bunch of men dressed all in black and purple with... Uh, um, with, with, with bows and, and oxtail dows, they're all dead on the ground. And they all seem to have puncture wounds in their chest from various, uh, various dart-like weaponry. Do you recognize the uniforms of the people on the ground? Uh, do you have institution sex or anything like that? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm asking ping or, or that uh, one because I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a people person. I got a seven. Do I recognize them? Um, yeah, you, you suspect these are the Jade Owl bandits. Uh, do you know of anyone in the area? You, any clans which use needles as their main weapons? Who are you asking? Uh, or Ping, whoever. Uh, or Bronze Master, if any of them know. It's an open question. If you want to make another uh, roll, you can do so, Daofeng. I got it. I got it. Okay. Oh. Wait, what, what did you get, Adam? Well, I got a seven. He got an eight. So oh. I'm saying, never mind. Okay. All right. In that case, um, let me think. Do you, I mean, there, are, there aren't really any sects that are, that are 
famous for it except for maybe the um uh, 87 killers, killers. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what i thought when you said dart was yeah but uh do you want to do you want to examine the darts i want to approach the clearing and keep an eye out for, for anyone around okay um I mean, I'd love to examine the darts, but I have to get close first. <laughs> so. You have 3D10 detect, right? E... Two diffs uh, for sight, mm. or 2D10 otherwise. Alright. Okay, so you don't see anything. Alright, I'm going to try and uh, sneak up to a body and like pick up uh, and check the wounds and see what kind of weaponry or all right, so let me see what you see. Um, all right, so so basically, I'm not going to be coy about what you see, but this weapon is very exotic to you. It looks like like a like a like a shuriken. It's um you know some kind of thrown projectile that they use in the eastern uh, eastern islands. Okay, it's always the eastern islands causing trouble. Um... <laughs> I think it's true because in the last campaign, the Eastern Island people were the ones who were trying to steal a gauntlet that um, uh, Red Mantis had or something along those lines. <laughs> uh, oh, but I actually recognize the origin, or do I just see a shuriken-shaped thing? Oh, I mean, you, 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 you probably know that this is sort of something that comes from that region of the world. Are they functioning the same as flying daggers? Mechanically speaking, they're functioning the same as flying daggers, or the daggers, thrown daggers. Yeah, they pretty much function the same. They don't. They don't have. Uh, let me just double check it. Um... Just curiosity. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they they function pretty similar. Okay. That way, I, I won't loot them for any good reason. Um, interesting. Uh. I mean, assuming you guys are following along, I'll just turn back and tell you that they, they were killed by by uh, weapons from the Eastern Sea. Mm. I hand over a shuriken for people to look at. Okay, so... People from the Eastern Sea? Yeah, so just to put it in plain English... Ninjas, you're basically these basically oh. these are basically ninja weapons. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's pretty obvious, and uh, you put it like that. Um, all right. They're doing this far west. Into the empire, and what what grudge would they have against the uh, the Jade Owl Bandits? Yeah, it's a pretty obscure group to uh, come all this way to fight. Unless they're like the Easterlings to Sauron. Could be. Um, do any of them look particularly leader-like? Yeah, one <laughs> of them they... looks like he might be a sub-chief or something. He's got some kind of funky headband on. Gotta just check to make sure he's dead. Or beyond saving. Um, yeah, why don't you make a medicine roll? Ooh, <laughs> Jade Valley Fawns. Hmm. <laughs> this is a time to gamble. 
Well, you're not going to make things any worse. Yeah, I mean... I'll do a medicine check first to see if there's, any, if there's, if there's a dead corpse, there's no point using a farm. Yeah. Uh, I got a 10 and a 7. Alright. You t- you, oh, so number one, you can uh, you can revive him with that um, because you detect a pulse and you got a 10 so you're able to sort of you know you know you know like t- you know, like slap him in the back and, and get his blood flowing or something so that he he coughs up whatever whatever blockage was was uh was disrupting his his energies and yeah and he uh, i'll revive i mean we, yeah because we we do want some good build with him so i would i would revive him if we can and he just looks at you he's still exhausted but he looks at you and you can sort of see the thanks in his eyes but you also hear that rumbling at this point, and I need people to make detect uh, not detect uh, speed rolls. Uh, oh, that's bad. I got two. All right. Got nine. Oh wait, one of those is a twenty cider. That's not gonna work. Power with a fourteen. Yeah, I know. I got an eleven, but uh, uh I got a four, so not right. great. I got a nine. You got a nine. All right. What does Bronze Master get? All right. And what do they get? Um, okay. So. So all right. So so uh, so Bronze Master just kind of looks like he's like waiting for something to happen. And Kenny, what do you want to do? Um, um, are there trees nearby? Um, yeah, the, you're in a, you're in, um... A clearing, though. Yeah, you're yeah. in a clearing. Um, and I don't suppose readying in action is a thing in Wandering Heroes. Um, you know, you could ready in action. You could certainly, like, yeah. you want to, like, kind of prepare for if something's going to happen... To, to, to get yeah. ready to attack, like keep keep a keep an arrow notch type of thing. Okay, you can do that. Um, and so just interrupt me, uh, since it's now their turn. Um, basically, uh, four men begin springing from the ground with weapons in their hands and garbed all in you know like black cloth and masks, and uh, and and they do and they do attack. So Kenny, if you want to do something, you can because you were holding an action. Yeah. Um this is going to be a cathartic uh rain of arrows. Okay. So um pick the one that's or oh, who are they attacking where, where, where are they leaping at? So they're li- like they're literally coming up under you from the ground. There's four of them. Yeah, but anyone in particular or They they haven't made their attack yet. You're just seeing them okay. emerge. You can see that they they have ninja stars in their hands. Yep. Um, so I'll just pick whoever's closest to me then. Um, okay. It makes no sense. Um, small range. What's my bow scale? It's a bow. Three D ten. Ten against evade. All right, that is going to hit him. Um, that is going to be. Two plus my ranks in chi five seven arrows uh 
I roll damage once against a target. So roll damage. I got an extra one d10 for the turn. But I've got triple five so far, so we'll see what. The... And I got four fives on four d10. And if <laughs> if that does damage, how much does it do? Uh, seven wounds. All right. So, uh, all right. So you. You, and this is the one where you where you're like doing a rain of arrows on him, basically, like a like yeah, no, just picking one guy and like firing really quickly at him. Okay, all right. So he's you 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 know you get him you get him through the neck and the chest, and he's bleeding heavily but still standing. And mm. uh, it is it is now their turn. Um, Bronze Master leaps into one of the trees nearby as the attack is occurring, and 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 pulls out like a bow. Um, he never struck me as a bow guy. He is not normally a bow guy. Um, <laughs> all right, so I'm just looking at the technique that they're using. Um, all right, so they they all they all basically just throw like tornadoes of of these ninja stars at all of you guys. Um. <laughs> uh, two defecting canopies ought to cover the whole yeah. area, right? Uh, let's see. Let's let's take them one at a time and see what happens. Um, fight melee. All right, so it's against evade. So the first guy gets an eight against all of your evades. All right, that's gonna hit. Deflecting canopy. Do you guys are going to use deflecting canopy? Yes. Hit on me. How many. So they're all sort of throwing one projectile at a person type of thing? No, they're all throwing swarms of projectiles at you. Imagine like a a storm of of ninja stars just, you know, firing at all of you guys. So. I'm gonna do a cathartic deflecting canopy as well then to see how many I can catch. Okay. And I got an eight and a four. Alright, so that succeeds. Yeah, and eight. And you wanna send them back at the target? Yeah. So I cover an area of uh forty feet. Area of forty feet, okay. Um so you can get two guys with that. Oh wait, no. I'm All sorry. Right. Are you covering an area of so you you can protect yourself and one other person? Um, sorry, Pain, but obviously my brother is going to get priority on this one. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, what was that? Also, Pain hasn't failed his counter yet. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still got, I, I'm just figuring out which counter while you're doing this. I'm trying to yeah. maximize here. Uh, Adam, can you roll for damage on the uh, the the roof? The, the counterattack. Yeah, what's the damn? Which one? Oh, I'm, sorry, not, I'm sorry, not Adam. Uh, Kenny. Okay, okay. I was wondering why you wanted me yeah. to roll it. Like, no, okay. I, I uh, how many projectiles is that though? Um, it's a lot. So it's one d ten. It's one d ten per projectile that's reflected back. So I don't know how you want to do. This. We'll do six d ten damage. That would be okay. the the way to do it. The hard cap. Yeah. yeah. Uh. 10, 8, 8, 8, 1, 1. All right, so so you hit him, and, and, you know, you you see a bunch of the projectiles go into the guy's chest, and 
Dalfung is doing his deflecting canopy, right? And I failed. Oh, you failed? Alright. Okay, so let's see how much damage you take. No, I, I thought I was covering Dalfung as well. Oh, oh, you were? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, Alright, so then... Uh, so just out of curiosity, who are you covering, Steven? Um, I was just going to be like covering the area in front of me, I guess. Kenny was further out, so it would have been me and Peng, because Kenny managed to move out before they okay. showed up. Alright, All right. so Adam, are you going to use a counter, or are you taking the attack? Uh, I'm going to use a counter. Can I uh, use horizontal sidestep to get out of the way of this cloud? Like, it's a little it? too wide for that. This is more of like a whirling dodge type situation, or an iron well, body type situation. I will use whirling dodge then. Okay. Uh, let's see... I recommend doing it cathartically. Yeah. Um, hang on a sec. So okay. Yeah, I'll do it cathartically. Um, oh my god. What'd you get? Two tens. <laughs> right, so you 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 evade you evade it effortlessly. So that's that's one attack down. Uh, all right, all right. So they get a nine on the uh, on the next attack against all of you guys. It has to be defending canopy. <laughs> it's the only yeah. other option. When you mention the whole cloud of projectiles, I can't do anything except <laughs> defending canopy. I need to think of an upgrade path for this because I think <laughs> we've used it enough that we deserve to like evolve it into a different form. <laughs> I think I have a name for it as well. I call it the Shroud of Heaven. The Shroud of Heaven. I, I like that. I like that. A but lot. I, 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 think, I need to think of the mechanics behind it. <laughs> Sometimes the name is the most important part. <laughs> We've got that part down. So I'm going to try and deflecting canopy Just, for what, that one. Whatever deflecting canopy is, make it one better. That's all. Just make it one better in <laughs> everything. Uh. Maybe you could make it so that it like breaks the projectiles in half, so you throw back double the projectiles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I failed that one. I got a seven on. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> and I got an eight and a ten, so I, I I didn't fail. All right. So and you're protecting yourself and ping again. Uh yeah. All right. Okay. So you guys are covered, and uh, Adam, unless you have a counter that you can use to help Kenny, he's going to take the damage. Uh, I don't think I have anything that can help anyone else on uh counters. That's fine. No. Nope. Sorry, Daddy. Right. What's your hardiness, Kenny? Uh, eight. All right. So you take. You take you take uh two wounds. So it's not so bad. Uh, you get cut off okay. by a few of these ninja stars, and um. And there's, another attack coming. So. So they got a ten on this one. <laughs> Deflecting canopy cathartically. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna use flat canopy as well. And I got an eight, so that succeeds. Alright, you got an eight? Nope, I got a seven again. <laughs> alright, alright, so Ping and Dalfung are covered. Kenny, uh, you're taking. Alright, you take two wounds again. Um, I'm okay with this. 
Two, keep the two wounds coming. Don't go. Don't jump up anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all right. And there's one more, one more attack. They got a nine this time. <laughs> uh, Capotically. Uh, I got a ten this time. Nice. And I got a ten too. Right, so you guys. So, oh, and uh, and you can also, if you were doing it cathartically, you could send them back too. So. I've been using it regularly. Okay. Um, I've been using it cathartically every time. All right. So do you want to send it back <laughs> at the guy? Oh, yep. All right. Roll a damage. Sixty ten. Go. But do I get an extra one d ten for the? Oh, but six is the hard cap, isn't it? Six is the soft cap, so you can go soft to cap, seven. So, so let's go to seventy ten. That's fine. Uh, ten, eight, seven, seven, three, two, two. All right. So, all right. So you you get the same guy, in the you know his his face is just littered with these these stars, um, and Adam, it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, so how close are these guys? You guys are all really close to them because they basically just like if you guys were you know, eight steps away from each other, they just leapt up from under the ground at you. They were burrowing through the soil. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering how literal the jumping out of the ground was. <laughs> so it was literal. Okay. Yeah, so if any if anybody's seen Five Element Ninja, it's that type of uh that type of burrowing. Okay. Or power range. So I think they've used this sort of burrowing in power ranges. Probably, in the past yeah, yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine the thing where the guy you can literally see them burrowing under the ground, and then they come up through the surface and attack. <laughs> but it's not very subtle. It's like they've got like little explosions as they like, tunnel under the ground. You can hear it, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then they jump out. <laughs> All right, I'm going to dog bashing stick one of them. Then I'm going to go right in there. Get them before they can launch stuff at me again. And oh, I got a ten. All right, that's gonna hit. Let me just. And you're using your stick. All yeah, right. dog okay. bashing stick. All right, roll damage. Oh, cathartically too. Cathartically. Roll damage. All right, that's four open damage. Uh, so wait, uh, open damage. How's that work again? I'm oh, sorry. So open damage, you tell me the result of every die, and you apply every every success as a wound. Okay. Well, I did not do great. Uh, what did you four... get? Because they might have really low hardiness. Okay. Five, one, three, four. Five, one, three, four. All right. So you actually didn't do too bad. Um, okay. You you did three wounds to them just so you know so you 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 crack them in the skull and you know you you can hear you can hear the uh, oh uh, what, what was that and uh, it also drains two points of hardiness too forgot to <laughs> okay does it so just uh, just ask a question does it drain the hardiness or is it just for the purposes of calculating damage because that would make a difference here Uh it literally says and drains two points oh. of hardiness all right okay all right all right so so. Uh, that's like one hardiness. Yeah. A breeze could injure them. Yeah. So you hit him, and you just see his face. All the blood drains from his face, and he just looks ghostly white. Um, all right. And uh, let's see. Bronze Master is going to take his attack. Um, and yeah, he, he fires an arrow at them. And 
He gets one of the guys in the chest. Is he using a technique? Nope. No, he's just firing an arrow. Okay. And, uh... Alright, so that was Adam. So, Dalfung's turn. Okay. Um, how close are they to each other? Uh, I mean, they're not that far away from each other, because you guys were kind of, like, in the center of a small clearing, and they just leapt out of the ground at you. Okay. Trying to think, should I go for one massive attack on one of them, or a decent attack on all of them? Um, so none of them have run down yet? Nope, they're all still standing. They're all taking quite a bit of beating, so maybe spreading out your damage a bit might... Yeah, alright. I'm gonna <laughs> use Spearing Blade on them cathartically. So, with my butterfly swords. And I got a 6 on the attack against parry. Alright, how many are you attacking? All of them if I can. And what weapon are you using? Butterfly swords. Alright, uh, let's see. That's against parry. So you're going to succeed. Okay, they all take 3 wins because there's no damage roll on Spearing Blade. Oh, alright. <laughs> so you, you just sort of impale them on your butterfly swords. Uh, one of them goes down right away. Uh, another one goes down. And there are only two remaining. At that, after that, um, and that leads us back to Kenny. Um, I'm just gonna quickly check what special characteristics of fly whisk. There's no nothing special about fly whisk. It's rope dart, which can constrain, right? Yep. I might try to um, tie one, catch one of them with uh, dart. What's the uh... Stephen is Elliot back, or is that just uh... Uh, he's almost back? Okay. Um... I messed from a couple minutes ago, saying he's almost home. Yeah, they're masked, right? And based on my knowledge, like, if I chucked um, sleeping powder in their faces, that wouldn't uh... they. Would it be function? Would it have any effect through a cloth mask on their face? It might hinder the effect a little bit. Yeah. They'd be yeah. they'd be better situated than you guys to avoid the effects. Yeah. Um. Just take him out, I guess. Um. I will cathartically. Uh. No, I won't. Um. <laughs> Oh, can you store me needles? Uh, I'm going to cathartically storming needles then. Okay. Since since they seem to uh, like using projectiles, I, I will do the same. All right. Um, You're gonna go for both of them? Yeah. Uh, so I can throw. Three extra needles per rank of chi at the at a single target. So five, 
the needle slip between the both of them. Uh, seven and eight, I guess. <laughs> Unless one looks particularly wounded, or or they both. Uh, one of them. Wounded. One of them looks more wounded than the other. Uh, yeah, the one that looks more wounded can take seven arrows. Oh, seven needles in the one. I'm working the eight. Right. So, light melee against evade. There's no damage roll on this one. Um, I got a nine against evade. Nine against evade. All right, so that is going to hit. Um, they you'll both have a counter that they're going to try. Um... All right, so they both do the thing where they, they like really quickly try to deflect all of the needles coming at them. One of them is doing that, and the needles all just riddle his body and have the full effect. Uh, the other one manages to deflect them all so that they just kind of harmlessly fall to the ground. Cool. I don't actually know what damages does because it doesn't actually say. <laughs> uh, what technique are you using? Storming needles. Um... It's just standard needle damage, so yeah, that's it would like... be standard needle damage. Okay, uh, that's by standard... the number of needles that you do. Uh, damage is zero d ten, but I'm. Yeah, but look at the entry. Uh, oh, there's a there's an actual thing. Yeah, um... yeah, it's more complicated than that. Two needles, two. <laughs> I didn't expect that to do. Maths here, hold on. Um, <laughs> two needles do one d10. Three needles do. Okay, so just one, one, one less than the number of needles. I. So yeah. which one? So the seven and eight. Which one got blocked? Uh, the seven got blocked. So I'm either way. I'm rolling six d10. Yeah. <laughs> and each one's doing one damage or. Um. No, it's a regular damage roll. Okay. Unless storming daggers has some other effect on. Or storming needles has some other effect. No, it doesn't. Um, are those coated with poison? Uh, no, I don't, I'm using plain needles this time around. Okay. Uh, nine at the highest. All right, so let me just... I just want to look at the technique. and. It is only a G1 technique, so... Okay, oh, that's fair. Um... I've copy-pasted it into Skype. All right. So that guy, that guy actually does fall to the ground. Um, <laughs> what a wimp! <laughs> <laughs> three needles like knock him, knock him to the earth. What 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 was that? What? That that was a that was the pacing the storming needles technique in the chat. Oh okay okay, um, and just give me one second. My wife wants me to check for a package she ordered, so I just gotta <laughs> go check the door really quick. Hold on. So Steve, how do we upgrade the flattening canopy into Shroud of Heaven? <laughs> huh. uh, don't know. It it's already pretty damn good, to be honest. Yeah. I, the only thing I could logically think of anyway that would work would be like splitting the project, like breaking the projectiles and sending more than you got thrown at your back. Um, so it'd be I, so it'd just be like 
oh, they're in needle. There's like shards of metal coming down at them. I mean, like from a flavor, from like a flavor point of view, I think defecting canopy is best suited against like small stuff, like flying daggers, needles, and shurikens, uh, and arrows as well. But if the if Shroud of Heaven would work on stuff like cannonballs as well, that'd be pretty bad. Boulders. Like a heavy, like not just like um, small range, but large range weaponry as well. Because at the moment, I believe like Brendan would just say, you know, uh, a cannonball would just shoot through your cloth <laughs> canopy, <laughs> <laughs> which is perfectly acceptable. But um, yeah, things of higher penetration would just ignore the canopy. But if we upgraded it to a shroud, then maybe that'd be a different story. I just realized, like, even the regular one is pretty damn bonkers. Yeah. It's reducing the damage dice of such attacks by 1d10 per rank of chi. At our level, we're reducing projectile damage by 5d10. Like, that's, yeah, it basically nullifies most projectiles. Yeah, which is why I've just been using it regularly rather than cathartically. <laughs> I'm just I'm using it for a sort of action economy because doing damage at the same time as not taking damage is always good. I'm I'm trying to preserve my imbalance points. <laughs> yeah. It could, could come up against someone really big, and I want to use like a bunch of cathartic biting blades. <clears throat> we need to teach Ping how to use defecting canopy. Yeah, it's like right. it's like the, the cruise signature move at this point. You can probably do it with, do it <laughs> with like your. If you got wider, Adam. I do. I got two ranks. Oh, we can teach him it then. Yeah, and it's a chi one technique, so it only costs you three XP for it. Yeah, three. Yeah. Uh, dog bashing stick is wider, so I'm, I'm comfortable. I think with flight that. of the hawks and next one I'm going to pick up. We need a we need a flying technique of some sort. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna pick up. That's why I'm gonna pick up Flight of the Hawk next, like next session, because I'm one XP off it. Yeah, I'm. Shingong uh, and YJ are my two things. I got myself realigned, especially from Chingong to Nagong, and I've not got a single Nagong technique. Uh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. I have finger flick, which has been useful. Um, when trying to poison the general and various, poisoning various other people. Mm-hmm. It's literally the only thing I've used. I've got no counters for it or anything. Um, I don't think any of um, Iron God Monk's oh, techniques oh. are really good. Hello. Oh. Sorry about my being late. Oh, that's okay. I was really right. It's okay. Just glad you could join us. And, uh, Me too. Oh, look what I got in the mail. Just now, I had to sit. Oh, he's got it! Yeah. What is Buddha's it? palm. Nice. Buddha's so you palm. Online. Oh wow. Nice. Issue one. Huh? Issue one. Mint condition issue one. Um, <laughs> I mean, reprint. yeah, but I don't. I I really well, I wouldn't call it mint, but it's good enough. It's good enough to read. Um, I'm not. I'm. I, I don't think it's worth all that much money since I didn't pay all that much for it. Um, Just put some chewing gum in there and it'll be mint. <laughs> That, that's what I'll do, and then I'll, I'll 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 charge people an arm and a leg on eBay, and then when they get yeah, mad, and just I put just... in a few mint leaves, yeah. you know. 
So I when they open it, they're like, oh, mint condition. I'll yeah. just open up the dictionary and say, look, you know, a word's a word. <laughs> just, just, pour, just pour in a load of, like, mint hair conditioner in there. And just, like, it's mint condition. That, that, I have uh, mint, mint out in the garden out, outside. I, 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 I don't know if I, your whole I have a feeling comic book fans take that kind of humor not so well. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never, I've never known... Without the grace and virtue, but we might expect. Yeah. I've never known comic book fans to be less than, you know, the, having a lack of sense of humor and getting outraged about things really isn't their deal. I think you'll be okay. Nah, that's... My yeah. favorite one of like those kind of jokes that scene was like, uh, an eBay listing for uh, I think it was like an iPhone th- seven or eight, and it was just like an iPhone three or four and a Yu-Gi-Oh polymerization card. Yes, yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's genius. So I, I fucked up my thumb today. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of an annoying thing. I can go into it another time though. We can do roleplay first though. That's what I'm excited for. <laughs> so you, so Elliot, I'm gonna get to you in a second because you were storming no Flying Dragon Fortress with your men there, um, but they're in the middle of fighting these ninja, and uh, uh, there's one standing, right? That was where we where we had left off. Yeah. All right. Just uh, where where, where do these ninjas come from again? They came from Brand. under the ground. Oh wow! Okay, so <laughs> they, this was, they, they come from the east. Of- they come from the Eastern Sea, but in terms of, <laughs> in terms of where they came out in, in the combat orientation so far, they emerged they from the ground. Yeah, they're not mole men, so... That, that well, the dwarf ninjas. This is in retaliation to our doing little strikes and stuff at the remaining 15,000 army of uh, people without their gen. None? No idea. Uh, we we basically came across a battlefield uh, and found like a bunch of dead JDL bandits. We revived. We managed to revive one of them, and then like these ninjas popped out of the ground. Oh, yeah. okay. And the, and the fox bandits had all been attacked by a uh, shuriken. So ah, so it's probably nothing to do with us. I think we may have just stumbled into more trouble, not actually increasing. Yeah, I, I, I suggest I suggest what you do is you gather up that trouble and then you bring it with us. <laughs> we we're good at that. We always do. You know, just just gather up the storm, you know, build up its power and then divert its course to some other cunts. We'll work on that. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> All right. So um, so it's the ninja's turn. And and he kind of gets into a stance and reaches for his blade, and and he does the thing where he kind of passes in a in like an odd, very like like he suddenly appears on the other side of all of you guys. Do you know what I mean? And during that span, he's, and then he sheaves his sword. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and and so, but he got a seven on his attack roll. So uh, <laughs> not as impressive as it actually. Yeah. You, you hear a clinking sound yeah. as the, as the sword is returned to its scabbard. So, uh, so I don't know if that hits you guys or not. It's a seven against Perry. Oh, it does actually hit. Uh, does yeah, it hit? Yeah, it would hit. Yeah. Perry. Yeah, that'll hit me. Right, do you but want it depends to... on which side. Like, if he's like, is he going towards Adam Davon's side or my side? Like, because mm. we're kind of surrounding him. We can't. We can't really appear on both on the other side. Well, of... he's basically yeah. moving in a line through you guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so okay. like, he can yeah. still take that path. Okay. okay. Yeah, that'll hit. 
I'm gonna Warling Dodge. Same here. Um, I'm gonna do a regular card, but... Right, you got a big seven on his attack roll, so. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it cathartically. Yeah, you really way. need to. I got Holy seven. Crap. Did you say you got oh. seven on the attack roll? You succeed. Yes. I cannot believe this. I got two tens again. Let's look at the last whirling dodge. Oh. That's it. That's this. That's my move. And you were doing it cathartically, Adam. Yeah. All yeah. Right. So you then spend any imbalance, which is also good. Um, I'm going to do mine cathartically as well. All right, so Adam leaps gracefully out of the way. Uh, Steven, did you succeed? I got seven, so I think so. All right, yeah, so you, you leap out of the way just by the hair. You're, you know, just kind of... a nine and a two, so... All right, All right so, so yeah, you, you can feel like the blade kind of like give you a close <laughs> shave, but other than that, you're fine. Um, and, and his back is facing all of you at the end of this. And he probably looks far more proud of himself than he should. Uh, Adam, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to land next to him gracefully and give him a dog bashing stick again. So Keep him alive, I'll, I'll call out. Okay. I'll, I'll non-lethally hit him with a dog bashing stick then. And I got a 10. All right. That's going to hit. Good thing you specified non-lethally. Yeah, I know. I know. I, uh... It's going well. Is this still the guy who's been drained of, like, two points of hardness? No, that guy dropped a while ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the needle did him in. <laughs> so... Uh, I got an eight, an eight, a four, and a three. And... Is that open? And add, add 1d10 as well. Oh, because oh yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot the extra 10. Yeah, and a 6. And a 6, alright, so... Alright, you and did 4 course... wounds to him. Alright. And, of course, the uh, hardiness drain, too. 2 right. points. And, and, and again, he kind of turns ghostly white from the attack. And Bronze Master is going to do something. He's going to turn himself into copper. And then grow claws. <laughs> no, he's going to do something a little bit more uh, dramatic. Um... Is Bronze Master the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz fusioned with like a copper man? <laughs> uh, probably not. Um... It's probably for the best. All right, so the ten man, if you join, please. Um, ten man, if you join, please. <laughs> yes, mate. Oh my god, we should make a story about that. Tin man in the police force, calling himself bronze. Don't know if there's much depth. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. All right, so he just sends out this massive wave of, of burning energy, and uh, and it hits the uh, it hits the ninja, and the ninja catches on fire, yay, and begins screaming, and uh, Stephen, it's your oh. turn. I think I'm just gonna look a bit dumbfounded. 
to, to just have like my surprise to take my turn. <laughs> okay, so you're passing on your turn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So who does? Oh, that brings us to Kenny. I don't think I've ever seen anyone just randomly catch fire before. <laughs> it happens. Spontaneous combustion. Flaming chi and all that. I mean, even without that, it still happens in the real world. Yeah, I roll. Yeah. I roll a random flaming combustion <laughs> check every every day or so. Just to... <laughs> what about the alligators? The alligators? Uh, uh, <laughs> the alligators in the toilets? That kind of thing. <laughs> alligators are everywhere. Um... There's an al- oh, There's an alligator in your soup bowl. <laughs> Roll speed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to do a cathartic finger flick on him then. Okay. And try to be non-lethal with it. Uh, like melee. Are those open damage? The finger flicks. Uh, cathartically, yes. Okay. Uh, I got a seven against evade. Uh, that actually might miss him. Yeah, that misses him. Um, so that means he has stopped up and roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's on fire. Um, so number one, he takes more damage. Oh crap! Um. All right, he collapses into the ground, and and he's still flaming. Can I like on the ground or in the ground? On the ground, on the ground. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I should have been more precise with these guys. Um, Can I extinguish him and then see? Make a medicine roll. Make a medicine roll because I think that's really your (laughs) angle here. You you probably. I'm going to jade valley fawn him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you're gonna you can you're gonna do that. Yeah, I'm going to change by default on him. Alright, so let's see here. Um... It's 50-50, right? Yeah, but i got to look and see what the two effects are. <laughs> Alright, so it's a question of whether it's a viper thorn or a water thorn. Um... <laughs> so he's either going to suffer a single wound, which would obviously kill him, among the other horrible things that will happen to him, or he's going to heal a wound. And experience profound euphoria. Um, all right, so uh, <laughs> all right, so here's what you're gonna do. You, you, uh, roll me a d10, and on a one through five, it's a viper thorn. On a six through ten, it's a water thorn. I got a ten. Oh, all right, all right. So, so you prick him with the um with the thorn and he heals and i um i'm straining him i guess <laughs> okay all right yeah i assume you put him out too yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so he's he's back to health but he's you know burned to a crisp and you know uh, in a delirious state because of the of the water thorn yeah. um also he's just so you know he's like it it seriously impacts a person's resolve and it also completely messes with their ability to move around and you know with any amount oh. of coordination 
Uh, don't technically need to bind him that much. Just make sure you can't. Oh, just bind well, his hands. Well, and... I will point out he's, he is still a ninja, so you might. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he's Rift just kind of like rolling legs. his head like this. And uh, I guess start. I start questioning him. Uh, who who are you? What are you doing here? He just sort of looks at you, like uh, he doesn't understand what you're saying. Cassis, does anybody speak Japanese? I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> Japanese analog. <laughs> Do they all speak the same language? Uh, there is a Japanese analog in the setting. Okay. Or at least there is one in my campaigns, I should say. Yeah. Um. Well, he's alive for now. Um, can I search him to see if he has anything on him? Yeah. Um, you actually do find a, a burnt piece of paper that has, uh, or a stack of papers, four of them. Um, you know, they're they're not they're not all that recognizable because of the uh the flames, but it looks like depictions of you guys. And the one or two that are intact uh, are incredibly accurate. Incredibly accurate. Uh, for once, I thought we stumbled into a problem we didn't start. But <laughs> it all comes round in the end. There are four posters? I thought uh, Ping wasn't on any of them. Oh, we might be now then. No, this one has Ping on it. And this is not a and... wanted poster. Oh. oh. Well, that's interesting. So who... So this this could be from someone on the inside that we've been doing business with. That uh, oh, and there's also like I'm a bit suspicious about Bronze Master. Yeah, I've been pretty suspicious of him this whole time. I uh, okay, it feels like he was trying to erase the evidence type of thing, right? Right when we said they'll keep him alive, he <laughs> he decides to use uh, his flaming palm technique or whatever it was. To incinerate, yeah. literally <laughs> burn the evidence. Yeah. Oh, what about yeah. the other ninjas? Do they also have papers on them? Uh, do you want to search them? Yeah. Yeah, they all have those papers. Uh, but no, no writing on them. No writing, just perfect depictions of you guys. Uh, and how's the. Uh... You can frame them. Do they have any money? Yeah. <laughs> no, they have nothing else on them at all. That's all. Yeah. These guys came with a mission. Guys, right, if they're perfect likenesses, then they're, they're probably pretty well drawn, you know? You can just pass it off as a as a portrait that you got commissioned at some point. Okay, hey, what's up, bro? Like, oh, yeah, I heard this guy. This... Yeah, Why does it say kill underneath it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep some of the sign and hand, hand out to my fans. But, uh... <laughs> Um, Get a photocopier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to switch over to uh, to Elliot right now. Um, okay, Elliot, you're traveling with who? You have a big posse of people with you, right? Yeah, we had. I think it was 200 disciples from Longmar Hall, or 201, and we also had um, the master and disciple from Blue Orchid Manor. I think it was. Uh, was it Heaven, Heaven uh, Cloud Manor? Uh, Heaven Cloud Manor may be the one. It was the one that was near Longmar Hall. I went to it before then. Yeah, let me just... Uh, I'm always getting this name confused. Let me just... Blue Cloud yeah. Manor. Sorry, Blue Cloud Manor. Blue Cloud Manor. So Mr. Right, so Gao 
and Laughing Wind, Li Shen. Yeah, they're with me as well. And also, I think 100 Beggars from the Beggar Sect. Oh, you know what? Um, I think th they stayed behind with uh, with the rest of the crowd. Oh, no worries. No worries. I wasn't exactly sure about doing. I knew that I was definitely going with the Longmar Hall people. So our idea was that we were going to split ourselves into units. And I'd take a position in one unit somewhere. Okay. Maybe assuming the lead, but also willing to defer myself to anybody who is a more capable strategist to put myself a better use in the action because i'm quite willing to get into the action here okay so um, how do you want to do it then because i mean mr uh, gao well, is was, a pretty smart guy and i was thinking of setting up the units into units of about four or five um so there would be one unit mm -hmm. if it's um, four or five that would have one extra person being myself. Wow. So if, if it's all comprised of units of five people, there'd be one unit of six with myself. Um, if it was all comprised of units of four people, <clears throat> then it would be uh, all units of four except for one unit of five with myself. All right. So, so you basically have 40 squads. And cool. what are you trying to do with these squads? of I mean, it's basically... Essentially, I think it's... Us um, what you'd probably have is you would have squads falling under the command of either you, uh, Raging Bear, or a squad wind. leader and stuff yeah. inside of those things. Yeah, that's that's the intention. Um, and the idea is that we, during this time that they are trying to retreat back to their garrison, we're looking to do hit and run tactics on them in a variety of different ways. Okay. So that may include um, using the geography around to create impassable routes um, to mean that they have to detour, setting up ambushes at those points, um, trying to sabotage their food supplies, trying to deny them entry from any settlements nearby if they try to raid those for food supplies to keep themselves going. Basically, we're running a diversionary hit-and-run tactics on these to try and wear them down and keep them from getting back to the garrison for as long as possible. All right. Then, if All right. possible, we may even try and take them out if they're sufficiently weakened. All right. So, so if that's the case, this is the perfect opportunity to use the commando roles. So, oh. um, so how many squads do you want to command? Um, how many people are there whom are actually capable? And Boris Drunken Sword will be taking the. I mean recommendations from the long haul people towards whom they have their faith in so you could basically divide it into um each person having 10 squads under them each of the main you know what i mean you have 10 squads raging bear has 10 squads laughing wind has 10 squads and mr gao has 10 squads excellent yeah okay um from those i would like the most excellent strategist whom is also willing to try and pull off the most confrontational assaults. So any ones where we're actively attacking or sabotaging supplies and stuff, rather than just doing um, diversionary stuff, scouting or etc. Uh -huh. Any of those, I would say, put myself in their ten squads. Okay. Right. And have them. Well, no, you would be you would be in command of ten squads yourself. In this um, in in that situation, in which case, what I'd rather do is have two people, Mr. Gao and the most capable one from Longmar Hall being in charge of 17 squads. Oh, I see what you're saying. The okay. other one from Longmar Hall being in charge of 16, mm -hmm. right? 
them being set up into their own kind of unique uh, things they're doing. So one would be on geography, trying to manipulate um, the paths, scouting out and stuff, etc. Um, one would be on ambushing attacks, and one would be on more upfront attacks, um, which would be the two groups of 17. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I would like to be in any of the squads that's in upfront attacks. I imagine that Boris Drunken Sword might even be hopping from squad to squad as he sees himself needed in any of the conflicts. All right, so why don't you do this? Why don't you make me a survival roll? Sure. To see how many people you kill during the day. Would this be survival wilderness? Yes. Wow. One, two, two. Oh, all right. (laughs) This All right. this la- the Diddy die landed on a bit of backing. All right, so things take a really, <laughs> things take a really <laughs> ominous turn for Boris Drunken Sword. Uh, Boris Drunken Sword, you, you're you're out there. You're you know you're you're sneaking around looking for opportunities to kill retreating soldiers, and you see a group of of retreating soldiers going over the crest of a hill, and and as you approach them, you look over the hill and you can see a vast army approaching everybody um hold on here about twenty thousand men um twenty thousand okay. twenty thousand men um and the and the five guys that you were chasing suddenly turn around and look you square in the eye Excellent. And you have a squad of okay. like i don't know six guys behind you or something from the from long mahal uh well it, it would be five people five? Oh, it right. would be five people I would have been the sixth in this situation. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so you and five Long Mahal disciples. Okay, excellent. Um, one second, whilst I just uh, and can you bring can up you, my character sheet again? What's your detect? I think it's one d ten, but it may be two. Let All me right. just bring up the character sheet. It should be up in just a second. Um, it is two d ten. Oh, okay. All right, so what you see is a very organized army with the banners of the senior grand counselor himself. And you hear all kinds of battle horns, and it's pretty crazy. This is like a, um, a very unexpected sight, uh, whereas you thought this was just a retreating army that you were dealing with. It looks like reinforcements have, have arrived. Okay, okay. So, in which case, I'm going to loudly call out, drunkenly, but I'm going to put on maybe a little bit of deception on this. I do have 1d10 in it. To go, Excellent! We found them, finally! They're all here! You five, go back and get our army! Let's do this! Yeah! The, uh, the, all right, so I'm going to need you to make a command roll as well in this situation. Sure. Sure. And I'm, I'm also going to be, like, blabbering on about how long I've waited before showing each one of these scum-sucking bastards what it's like to be murdered in cold blood, just like they did to the citizens of that city. When I get each of them, oh, my God, I'm going to shove my saber so far down their throats, they would be just ruin the day. Ruin it! <laughs> so, one deception roll, which is at 1d10. Fuck yeah, I got a seven. Not too bad. And a command roll, which is also at 1d10. 
What'd you get? It was a nine, and it moved over to one. Oh, okay. All right. So the, the Longmaw Hall people all look at you, and then they look at each other, and they just start running. They just start running like crazy in, like, four different directions. Um, Good! I see you will see where to go! Excellent! <laughs> and, 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 and armies are approaching you. Thousands of men are approaching you now with pikes drawn. Oh, how far away are they? Um, they're oddly close. I mean, they're about 50 yards away, which I mean, you know, to, to, to not see an army yeah. that size. Um, you'd have to uh, roll a two or lower yeah. on survival. <laughs> uh, Brandon, uh-huh. I'd come up with a kind of idea of combining a few techniques that I'd learned recently okay. to do something pretty crazy. Okay. What but, is it? Wow. If you look at the technique uh, Phantom Phoenix Sword from Waija, which is a cheap five, um, basically, if you succeed, you can create a sword that deals 1d10 damage per chi level, um, plus two extra wounds, uh, which lasts for one round per rank of chi. If you do it cathartically, I believe it does um, 5d10, sorry, 1d10 per chi level, plus three extra wounds, yep, and it lasts for one hour per rank of chi. Now, you can also use the Chi-4 technique, Weapon Hunts for Food, which allows you to throw your melee weapon at a foe, and it attacks on its own. And if you use it cathartically, it remains airborne, attacking independently. Okay. All right? Now, my question is, I could, I could do that with the Phantom Phoenix Sword. Could I then allow use uh, Sword Whipping Strike with that Phoenix Phantom Sword that's attacking independently. Oh, you want to see if you can can combine those two? Um, yeah. So that on the first round, um, I'd have my uh, like my um, Phantom Phoenix Sword, and I could throw it out with the um, Weapon Hunts for Food, and then whilst it's independently attacking, I can use it to do extra sword whipping strikes whilst I do my own ones. This is this is a really like crucial moment to have to make a rule call like this on um, <laughs> well i had been talking about it last session right if you listen to if you listen to the thing i even described it at one point to these guys when you went off for something okay uh, is, that, is that is that true he did mention it okay he just didn't um, think it'd be relevant so soon i was thinking about mentioning it when i sat down today all right so so I'm just this is a, this is a complicated maneuver you're doing. So so you're you're using the Phantom Phoenix sword, which lasts one round per rank of chi, and or one hour per rank of chi um, if you've like done it beforehand and cathartically. Oh right? yeah, or or an hour yeah an hour per rank of chi. Um, exactly. So it, then the idea is you use a weapon hunts for food to launch this extra sword that you created into a, a mass crowd, you know, of this army. Okay. Right? And then for the uh, for the five rounds for myself that it would be acting independently after I'd thrown it, because it's two rounds plus one per rank of Raija, which I've got three in, um, if it could use the technique Sword Whipping Strike. So because only... I'd still be able to do my own attacks and actions, so I'd definitely be able to do Sword Whipping Strikes for my own one. I'm just wondering if that sword would be restricted to attacking one person at a time, or if it could use the sword whipping strikes. So I think using using my imba- using my imbalance if I'm doing cathartically, obviously. Um, 
Or could it do it yeah, mundane? So I'm thinking that... I'm thinking that... Okay, so number one, you I think you can do it, but you're still going to have to make... Like, the weapon hunts for food there's, is like a separate roles, role. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a separate role. So you do the weapon hunts for food your first round, and then after that, you can start yeah. sword whipping spiking no, all the time. You and you're getting off two of them, so you're essentially hitting like 80 people per round. And keep in mind, you're fighting an army here, so this is going to be groups of people attacking you. It'll be somewhat different than fighting individual men. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, but I'm kind of I'm kind of like prepared for that, but also not. Like, I am seriously thinking of just booking it the fuck away right now right i'm not an idiot that's twenty thousand people we've seen when six people are grouped up on me i don't stand much of a chance you know the only exception being when i kill them all before they reach me with sword whipping strike you know <laughs> um if i did get sword whipping strike off with my extra sword which would be great because i'd set it up already and then i'd have it for hours and i could just weapon hunts for food whenever it, you know recalls right then i could be taken out up to 60 people per round which would obviously actually make one a contender against big units in an army you know although my idea was that i'd be doing it with a few more units you know and like (laughs) not by myself although what a fucking legend that would create All right, so you can do it. Well, well, I'm going to, at least for this battle, I'll allow it, and we'll kind of hold the final decision on how this works mechanically in abeyance until I... Because I really need time to... Okay. Uh, well, let's just th- say that this time around, like, the residual energy from the chi spirit is letting <laughs> you do some crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! But, uh, um, but for this case, time, we'll, we'll allow it, for sure. Well, I'm guessing I would not have had my Phantom Phoenix sword prepared for this no, army. No, no, you... Which I was not seeing coming from the corner. No, because you were going so around start... probably stabbing people in the throat and stuff was your game. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to start retreating backwards, right, mm-hmm. and cast my uh, Phantom Phoenix sword cathartically. All right. All right, so why don't Which you make is... a roll? Yeah, it's medium melee TN6, I believe, unless the TN's been increased. It's not a counter, so I don't think it has. So that's 3d10. Get me a 10. Go on. Yes! I got a 10! Alright, so... Uh, and did you say you do it cathartically? Yeah, cathartically. Alright, so you cast it, and the, uh, the, 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 the phantom sword appears. Um, it's gonna last five hours. And... And you hear... As you, I'm retreating, by the way. Yeah, I'm you, moving backwards. You, you, hear, you hear a drum banging, and the men start charging at you. In a, in a, you know, like, the first line of troops, or the rows of troops start coming at you. Yeah. I mean, I assume that I'm a bit faster than them as I'm by myself, not heavily laden down with all sorts of weapons and stuff. I've mostly got, like, my robes and my wine. My wine may be the heaviest thing on me. <laughs> so, uh... Apart from my conscience at this moment. <laughs> so, well, they also have to cover some distance to get to you. So you yeah. want to try to attack... I mean, how quickly or slowly are you stepping back? Um... I'll be I'll be doing it relatively quickly. I've got speed free, so I want to if any, if anything be matching up with their pace at this moment at least. Okay, so that's going that's going that's going to be a tactical move that you'll be making each round to determine whether you succeed or not. Sure. Um, okay. And we'll use survival for that purpose, unless you have okay. like, stratagems or something. Um, would I get my bonus in uh, 
survival expertise travel for that? Or no, this would be th- no. this is more of like a, a tactical situation. Yeah, I get it. No worries. Um, I don't like the look of this dice. So... Go on. I got a seven. You got a seven. All right. So that was on your survival roll. Yeah. All right, so I got a I got a ten on the uh, Phantom Phoenix sword. Oh, All right, yeah. So you start stepping back, and you can see that they're starting to form a U shape around you. Yeah, so they're going to try and yeah. encircle me. And uh, and so it's you know you you feel that you know for now you have them at a distance, but in time you might you might be. I get you know, it. Your um, options will be limited. Whereabouts in relation to myself would the rest of the kind of like uh, forces be? Your um, I know we're probably there. spread out, but would they be like directly behind me or directly behind me a bit to the left, you know, or directly behind me a bit to the right? Wait, which force is theirs or yours? Ours. Mine. All right. What's your detect? 2d10. All right. All right. So your forces are getting the hell out of here. They have. They are moving away at rapid speeds. Every, you, you know, looking back, you can see that everybody has decided collectively to run away. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. Um, whereabouts on the map are we? You are right by Flying Dragon Fortress. Let me just bring up the map from last week's session because I've got it there. So there. So in terms of so terrain, right by Flying Dragon Fortress, and where would the so so everybody would be close towards Galchen. In which case, um, I will start with my tactical retreat, um, moving slightly diagonally backwards, right? Approaching to closer towards one of the further sides of the forces which are trying to, ins- to encircle me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I can try and break out there, further away from the other forces who are coming from from the other ways and stuff, and then start making a full-on retreat, you know, my own way, possibly distracting everybody else a bit further from other people. Okay, all right. So um, so you also have time now to make a uh, make the weapon hunts for food roll if you want. Excellent, yep, I'd love to do that. So cathartically, again, weapon hunts for food. Um, so I can throw it up to 20 feet per rank of cheese, so that's 100 feet. Um... So, how how far away would um would a hundred feet like get me? Would that get right of the disparate forces of this first line of people? That would like, get into the you would get into the rows of the first line of men that are coming at you. Would I be able to get right to the edge of that? Yes, you know. Yeah, you you could okay. do that as well. Because that's where I want to start attacking, and then I want to start allowing the sword to start covering my retreat. By I opposing get people, so you kind of got to cut follow. a line that clears a path. Exactly, okay. exactly. Okay, so I'll do the weapon hunts for food there, just picking out one poor sod and chucking it at him. So it's any melee against parry. So it's um, it's my phantom phoenix sword. Um, my phantom phoenix sword, uh, I imagine, would be in the shape of any sword that I've been using, you know, up to this point, which would be a Gian sword. Okay. Um, so I'd get 2d10 to the attack roll, I believe. But at this point, you're uh, only hitting one target, right? Am I correct? Yeah, only hitting one target at this moment. So I'd be rolling 5d10. Let me just find... Uh, I can't find my other d10 at this moment, so I'll just re-roll to, these, to the lowest. 
Okay, so I've got, wow, a two, a three, and a ten. And I got a two and a two. So I got two, 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 three, ten. Yes! That was, that was the attack roll? That was the attack roll with right. weapon hunts for food. Right, it's so against roll, parry. So roll damage. Okay, so it's just 5d10 damage on this uh, Phantom Phoenix sword because it's just done off my chi ranks. No plus muscle. One, plus one for your 10. Uh, but it does do plus... Oh, yeah, plus one for my 10, so that's 6d10. Um, also, it does three extra wounds. Okay. So I got, wow, a 1, a 7, and a 10. All right. It cuts off the guy's head. One, one, one second. I got a 4 and a 7 and... A nine, so yeah, right. ten at my highest. Super, super dead. This guy, he just collapses and his okay. head is on the ground. So my sword, so I just like throw my sword and it kind of like swoops through the air and then just swings around and beheads him before like returning and standing upright, right where his head was. You know, as his body just collapses to the ground. Can you make another survival roll for your tactical retreat? Sure. Two d ten. I got an eight at the highest. All right, so they continue to sort of enclose around you, and you can see that there's actually an additional layer of troops coming. Yeah, from either I could imagine they'd start doing that. Um, but am I still looking like I'll be able to break out of the encirclement if I keep with this direction and attack you, in that area? If you, if you run away right now, you probably yeah, can. Yeah, because now, now I don't need to do any other actions. The um, Phantom Phoenix Sword with Weapon Hunts for Food, it's acting independently. I imagine any imbalance or anything from doing uh, sword ripping strike cathartically would go to myself, you know, obviously. Um, but I can do other actions or attacks, so I'm just going to start booking it proper whilst okay. I let my Phantom Phoenix sword for five rounds uh, whiz about them doing sword ripping strikes. Okay. All right. All right. So why don't we make? A... So you're, you're going to try. <laughs> so you're going to try to just run away, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sprinting at full speed, trying to break out the encirclement. How long do you want the sword to do that for? It lasts it lasts for five rounds there before it returns back to me automatically, and I need to do a, um, a right. another weapon hunt for food. So right. for five rounds, I'll try five cathartic sword-whipping strikes through it, Okay. So uh, potentially hitting 150 people if all of it succeeds. All right, so why don't we make okay. one roll? If that's fair and okay, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. With that it's five d ten. Woo! Wish me luck. Oh yeah. Also, I think with a sword whipping, uh, with a sword whipping strike as well. Um, cathartically, uh, it does however many d ten open damage to them, but it would also have the plus three wounds. Yeah, I think it's three d ten with sword whipping strike cathartically, and it would deal with three extra wounds from whatever. So. How many targets does it hit each one? Okay, I've rolled a two, a five, and a six so far. Rerolling two of them for five d ten. I've got a six and a six. All right, those are actually going to. Oh, I've got six, six, six on my desk. Those are going to hit. So, how many targets do you hit? Thirty That's, targets. Uh, each basically, time. it's used against ten targets per rank of Yjar, so thirty people. Thirty people. All right, so I'm just going to apply that to all five rounds now. Um, okay. Um, so that would be 150 people at 3d10 plus 3 wounds. So roll the damage. And as long as you succeed, oh. you're going to kill them because they're soldiers. Cool. Yes. So it's 5d10. Uh, sorry, no. 3d10 open damage. Uh, one of them fell off the table. Wow. A 2 and a 3. And a 1. No, a 7. 
A seven. You it was a seven? seven. All right, all right. So, so it's a so you at least think there's extra wounds too, right? Yeah, there's okay. three extra wounds. All right. So, if so you seven, yeah you you kill you kill 150 men, um, and it's pretty messy because <laughs> these were obviously not clean kills based on that roll. Um, so, can you make a speed roll for the escape? Yeah, sure. That's three d ten. Um, damn it, I don't. What? Is that cocked? I can't it's... see it. Can can somebody else? It's really, it's really normal. Yeah, that looks like it just landed on the packet. It landed on the packet, but it's it's fully on the packet. You know. What do you guys think? A three-way vote on this one. I'm not. Uh... I wouldn't say that's cocked. I wouldn't say that's cocked. Just clean your desk, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My desk is a very, very messy thing, okay? All right, so... It's how I operate, Kenny. So the vote is in. You you are in the clear. You you, no! you, you escape. And, uh, and you're able to rejoin oh, your companions who have also escaped into the hills there. Um, if, if we escape... Um, how did the situation look like as I was fully retreating? Like, were they still chasing after me? Did they react negatively to no, the fact No, it looked like they like, were making a point more than anything else. Um, in which case, I'll keep my distance and I'll throw out my sword with my, uh, my weapon hunts for food again at them. Okay, you are provoking them, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. I know. Like, I've gotten to a safe spot again, and then I'm throwing it out again. Fuck you guys! All right, all right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to you in a moment, but I'm going to switch back to them sure for thing. 20 minutes. Um, all right, so guys, what are you doing with the ninjas can I, can here? I say one thing just before? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll shout out to all the other forces in the area, going, These bastards ain't so tough! <laughs> I think everybody's doing a simple also, calculation in I, their head. I, I think you've just taken 15, uh, sorry, 18 imbalance. Um, because you use five sword looping strikes cathartically, and then you had to use weapons, uh, hunts or food cathartically, and you got a ten for the your. Question is, uh, the question is whether I succeeded on that weapon, hunts or food, because I didn't roll it. I did get fifteen um, imbalance, definitely from the sword whipping strikes. I'm willing to enter imbalance again, though. Like for a drunken sword, from his experience with it. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So wait, are you imbalanced in this? At this no, point? I'm. I'm not. I'd be at 15 out of 17 until I resolve the roll to see whether I succeed in in the All weapon right, hunts. For so food. in the so in the next round, you could end up. Uh... I could end up in balance next round. Yes. All right. Okay. So we'll we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens when we come back to Border Struck and Sword. Um, what do you, what are you guys doing with the ninja? Uh... I was going to check up on the um, the Jade Owl Bandit guy. Okay, yeah, he he sort of you know is uh, is recovering, but he's alert. And I think he says, we "Thank you." Break the ninja's arms and legs. <laughs> break his arms and legs, and, and and make sure he doesn't have any poison capsules in his teeth. <laughs> just to say, just to say, guys, breaking the arms and legs of martial heroes is like worse than death. You know. I mean, ninjas aren't technically martial heroes. It's <laughs> true, but like, you're I'm just saying that the actions that we were taking for so long. Like, I, we, 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 we weren't technically martial heroes either. That's true. We were criminals. Martial <laughs> criminals. We were martial thugs. Yeah. <laughs> also, we never said we were like permanently damaging. We could have been clean breaks. 
Maybe. Yeah, well, carefully set the wounds. Break all his limbs. So, um, so he says, "Thank you for saving me." Um, no, I don't, uh, and say, uh, "Who who are these people? Why 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 did you have conflict with them? They don't seem to be people from the." Uh, Central Plains. What do they call it here? It's not Central Plains, is it? Um, no, no, but that that's reasonable. You, you know, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, no, this is more. Uh, uh, you're kind of you're like in the south right now of the Empire. So, um, you know, the Central Plains region would be more north by Nansun. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry, but what did you say to him, Kenny? I was, I was just, I, I was getting my, I was getting the stats from Elliot on the, uh, on the panel. <laughs> it distracted me a little bit. Um, um oh, uh, what, uh, who are these people and why were they attacking me? He says, I don't know. They just came up from the ground and attacked my men. Hmm. I hide the pictures of us stuffed them in my, my pocket. Uh, yes, yeah. I have no clue. That's very strange. Weird. He says, Don't think they're trying to use you to get at somebody else, Dick. He says, is that <laughs> one still alive? We kept him alive so we could ask him questions, but he is heavily sedated and not very lucid at the moment. He says, if you let me kill that man, I will be forever in your debt. But do you not want to find out why what's going on you can kill him i have no qualms of you killing him but surely like knowing what, what was the reason uh, surely no, knowing why these people attacked your men uh and being able to take revenge on the mastermind is better than killing a nameless rookie over nameless nameless uh grunt he says what you say makes sense he says he says very well uh what do you suggest we do with him um, break his arms and legs, and then we can carry him somewhere and interrogate him. <laughs> Spontaneous human combustion. He says, "I have a small encampment up on the hill. We can take." Then let's just, let's just go there, and then and just make, it, make sure that all the all those men around him are dead, and not none of them are just like unconscious or whatever. Okay, so you're just gonna like stab the rest of them. No, no, I'm going to check his his men are the Jade Alban. Oh, oh, the Jade Alban. Okay, make a make a medicine roll to check. Um, <laughs> just go around stabbing the Jade Alban. It's got a six at the highest. All right, they all look very dead to you. Um, so okay. you suspect he was just a little bit tougher than the uh, than than his crew. Um, so you right. you, you want to break the ninja's arms and legs? Yeah, we'll, make sure, we'll stab the other ninjas to make sure they're thoroughly dead. All right. Like a good use for dog bashing stick. So. Yeah, why don't you give me a dog bashing stick roll just to see how, uh, not to uh, see if you succeed, but just to see how precise you are in the proceedings. All right. Oh wait, one of those was not a D10. Uh, I got three ones. Oh. All right. So, <laughs> so you hit him so hard. That he uh, he's gonna risk dying here unless Kenny can save him. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I got a little carried away. Uh, Kenny, can you roll a medicine roll to try to bring this guy back from the dead? He goes oh, into some kind of shock. Uh, there had to be. Uh, can I assist him on that? Huh? There had, 
Can I assist him on the roll? Yeah, you can assist. I'll add a d10 to the roll. There had to be a payback, like when the the cosmic balance for those those two gems I got on the world. <laughs> uh, we've we've had a very extreme session, I think. Like we've already rolled really high or really low on our stuff. Yeah. Oh, it was gonna be the bad roll. I'm glad that I'm glad it paid out on him. That's all. So I, I just want to say, say, I do love how the rolling system in this works out. Yeah, yeah, same here. I got a ten, a seven, and a three. All right, okay, so you managed to revive him. <laughs> bring, bring him back to one moon yeah. there. <laughs> this guy is just being tortured. He's, he's brought to the brink of death, then he's resuscitated, and you guys bring him to the Jade Owl camp. And there are some men up there, and, uh, and they do indeed have, uh, you know, like owl banners and stuff. And uh, he, takes you, he takes you into a, um, into a small tent, and, and he says, what should we do here? Uh, well, I, I think we've applied enough torture. Let's try asking questions. Do, you, do any of your, do your, do your, your men know, uh, Japanese? Air quotes. <laughs> um, he, he shakes his head. Um. Kenny, we all know what you've got to do. Speak in your mother tongue, but really slowly and enunciating everything overly. Um, well, we could just try asking him. Um, his resolve must be pretty low by now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, he's pretty, pretty depleted of, of resistance. I'll just like pour water over him to wake him up or whatever, and like. Stare at him. He stares back at you. And I have no idea. You ever heard but of water... <laughs> Huh? You ever heard of waterboarding? I, I don't know that he understands our language. If he doesn't understand what we're saying, then it's kind of uh <laughs> What is your name? So he looks at you, and he says, death. It's a very strange name. Is it customary from where you're, where you're from to name your children after such inauspicious events? He shakes his head, and he says, you die. And you can tell no. he's, he's no. speaking very broken. Uh, Dao Yun. Uh, Dao Dalin. Hmm. Who? Who wants to kill me? He, uh, you know, he, he looks at himself, he looks at you, and he says, Han. Fuck his Han. Oh, Scholar Han. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's Scholar Han! I thought he was my best friend! <laughs> <laughs> did the empire send you he says what empire does he not know where we are Zandao empire is that where we are no wait is that the name of this empire it's Zandao yeah I say Zandao he says Han Um, I'm not, I can't draw. 
Um, it could potentially be somebody else. Oh, but but he has he has a very distinct scarring on his face because of what I did to him when he was young. So I did, I I'll, I'll, I'll say uh, I'll just say I'll just sort of like gesture to describe um, his appearance. Okay. He nods. He says, "Han, Han." So do we need this guy now? We're Han now. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I, I'll just, uh, I, I'll just turn to the um, the Jade Bandit commander and, and say, I don't think we can get any more out of him. But I know who ordered uh, them. And Steve, when uh, when you say that, he says he says ship. He's shipping a relationship between you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to say, uh, what's that woman's name again? Silver Chrysanthemum? Is that the one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll say Silver Chrysanthemum. He nods. Sh- on ship? He nods. Is she still a Yao? Yeah, she's still a Yao. Are they going to... She's just a Yao. We didn't kill her, I think. Did we kill her? No, I mean, we didn't kill her when she was in the Alpha. We'd like to save her. I can't remember. I think we, we, we definitely got into combat with her, with the Yao Rasen Saber, but we didn't kill her. I think she fled. Yeah, she started yeah. backing away. Um, and what, what do they call their country? It's not the Eastern Art. The Eastern Archipelagos, Archipelagos, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you guys call it. Archipelagos. Um, and you don't know what their the native name of the place is. Devon. I, I'll ask him. Like, are, are they at the East Islands? He shakes his head. Um. With army. Uh, at Feishu. He just kind of looks at you like he's confused. Uh, I'll, I'll, put, I'll like draw a rough map of the area <laughs> of, of the of the river thing. Okay. Uh, he he points to the area around Gaochun. Gauch. Oh ho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but he said on the ship. What? I'm so confused. There's a canal right there. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and you guys did see ships and the uh, general meeting with somebody on a ship not too long ago. Ah, uh, we missed our chance. Um, well, uh. Now we know. Um, I'll, I'll just turn to the Jade Alban again. It looks like one of the uh, the dogs of the uh, of the glorious emperor uh, sent these men. Uh, I'm not sure why they attacked you though. Um, I assume you, got, you have no grudges of the empire. Um, other than other than being bandits, of course, but you know. Oh, you're talking to the Jade Owl bandit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he says, "Wait, so you you 
what's going on here exactly? Why were my men attacked? We don't know. I only know who sent them. Um, they're one of the Empire's uh, new uh, officials. His name is Scholar Han. Scholar Han. He has a grudge with me. Or oh, us. Well, he has uh, a he grudge with the Jada or Bandits now. Um... How big of a Jade Isle bandits? Can they afford an army of 50,000 people? <laughs> um, I'll just say, uh, I'll, I'll be glad to assist if you want to take revenge for your man. This man has been a fawn in our sides for a while and he was the... Uh, and he caused my father's death, possibly. I'm not sure. Is that true? Um, Assume indirectly, yeah. I mean, he pretty yeah. much is responsible for your dad's death. He was in, he, he was responsible for my father's death. <laughs> he he didn't he didn't land the killing blow or anything, but he definitely yeah yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Um, responsible and, and committed are slightly different things. Um, he says, "Well, you saved my life, and it seems we have a common enemy." So. As I said before, I am in your debt. Oh, I think introductions are in order. But, yeah, I'll, but I would like to kill this man. I'll nod and say we made no problems, promises with him, and the drugs will wear off soon, and he'll be lucid. I seem like he wasn't like exactly. It was still like mildly euphoric from the, yeah. G, the from the Jade Valley Four, which is why he's so compliant. Yeah, and so yeah, he uh, the bandit leader walks over and just stabs him in the throat. And he just leaves the blade there, and then he sits down. And he says, um... He says, well, uh, you may stay here as long as you need. And I will I will offer what assistance I can. I have 150 men. I don't know if that's enough to take on an official. We usually take on much smaller targets than that. Mm. Bring them all along, Mush! We need all we can get! <laughs> And I'll just, I'll just like sort of bow, like you know, clasp my fists and bow and say, uh, uh, my name is uh, Chin Wuji, and this is my brother Chin Daofang, and our friend uh, Ping. Hi. <laughs> Everyone's got like long names. It's like Ping is just Ping. <laughs> I'm, Pitiful Ping. I'm Chief Yen. Um, and Chief Yen. Is he the? Uh, I asked him, do, "Do you lead the Jade Owl Bandits?" Oh no, I am. Uh, I am very low in in the in the hierarchy. I would have to ask Jeez. my my leader if, for how many men we can take with us. I'll, I'll nod and say, um, "Well, we we, we we shouldn't rush into anything because uh, you know they are um, the scholar is well guarded and." Um, he has uh, many Yao around him. Are Yao common knowledge? Like if I said Yao, would he understand what they he are? He probably knows what you mean. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. widely known. Uh, the the Empire values him. He he says, "Well, do you want me to take you to meet our leader, or do you have other business?" Uh, no, we, 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 it would be good to meet your leader. We were actually. Um, on our way to uh, discuss something. He 
He says, then I'll, I will take you to meet Lady Chen. Lady Chen. I just found out that I was very lucky. Why? I could have been stuck on a train overnight tonight. How is that? Um, somebody's posted that uh, they were stuck two minutes away from Salisbury and they'd been stuck for an hour because there was a fire, Steve, oh. at the uh, Wilton Junction. Ah. And I think that may have been what delayed me a little bit, <laughs> getting back into Salisbury before. But I may have been delayed for much, much longer. <laughs> this uh, other guy, uh, Boipa, who I've met, he says, Looks like I am sleeping overnight here in train between Salisbury and Tisbury. And day off tomorrow. <laughs> so, luckily I wasn't doing that route. <laughs> so, so you guys are going to see the, uh, the leader of the Jade Owl Bandits. And, uh, Elliot, what are you doing? I know that you were about to... Do something monumental here, and I don't want to, uh... Um... Well, I'll try out the sword-whipping strike. Not the sword-whipping strike, the weapon hunts the food, cathartically. Okay. Hoping that I will get a total success. If I don't, then I will run the fuck away. Okay. Right? All right. And, and assuming that I do succeed, um, then I will just use mundane sword whipping strikes which would still be doing 2d10 open damage plus three wounds um but would only be affecting 18 people per round <laughs> only 18 oh no 18 people per round 90 people over five rounds what the fuck what a shitty technique <laughs> so i'll try the weapon hunts for food which is 5d10 um against parry Come on, that 10. Uh, 1, 6, and 8 thus far. I really thought it was a 10 for a second. <laughs> and a 3 and a 6. So 8 at the highest. So I will take the imbalance, which will put me to 18. That is officially imbalanced, Brendan. Oh, so you're... you're um... I am imbalanced now. All right. Um, let's see here. So... And at which point I will set it to sword whipping strike mundanely and run the fuck away because I know I'm imbalanced. Okay. Um, Doesn't all right. So so I need you to roll a meditation roll. Okay, meditation. I don't think I've got anything in that. I should have put something in it. No, I don't. So it's 2d10 take the lowest. Wish me luck. A six and a four, so I got four. All right. Okay, so this is bad. Um, actually, roll me a d10. Did he die? Two. Oh, interesting. All right. Um, it's always interesting. No, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it is not interesting. Every single time it's been interesting. I had the ogre general who wanted to dominate the world. I had the 
girl spirit of compassion. Now I'm going to have the fiery spirit of lust. Okay, so... Um... At this point, I should just, like, hang a sign which says room for rent on, like, over my chest. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, I'm gonna send you a, a message here. Sure. Will this imbalance incapacitate me, or...? Um, it's not gonna incapacitate you, but you are, you're, 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 your mind has just been taken over. Um, yeah. I, I recognize so it may change my priorities. Um, just a bit. Possibly in a way that might make me run into the army! <laughs> oh. There's a lot of typing going on. <laughs> All right. There you go. Let me know if that's unclear. But that's what's going on in your head. Ah. Oh. Okay. In which case, um, I will continue with the sword whipping strikes mundanely whilst running away. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to mm -hmm. try and reconvene with any of the long Marvel people. Okay, where are you going to go? Um, if I look at the map again quickly. There we are. Do I... Do, I've got Forest Drunken Swords knowledge, don't I? Yes. Um, I am going to... Run away south... Okay, where south? Just south for now. Okay, all right, all right. You you start running away south. Can you make a survival roll for me? Yeah, sure. Have we have we lost for a shock and sword? Is this tactical? Forever? No, this is more like you're running. You're yeah. you're surviving. You're doing a survival roll. Cool. Um, I got an eight. All right. Okay, so um, so you make it into Lifan. Uh, you do notice a small retinue coming after you, but you're easily able to avoid them if you want to. Um, sure, yeah. And where do you want to head to from there? So I'm at Lifan now. Yep. Okay. Can somebody link me to a larger map than the one which was just linked last session, just so I can look a bit further around the borders there? It's all there. Thank you. Very much. And Snake Peak is where you just came from in Lifan. Remember, that's where you—that's where you were conducting your um, uh, your war, your war room for the uh, uh... yeah, a Snake Peak action. Um, I'm not going to Snake Peak. Uh, I'm going to head to somewhere around the Ogre Gate Inn, but I'm not actually going to go to the Ogre Gate Inn. Okay. All right, that's fair. Um, give me another survival roll. We'll do. 
Uh, I got an eight again. Right. Let me just get out my uh, my aggregator and stuff. All right, so you you're just you're just gonna hang around the vicinity of the aggregator. Uh, I'm gonna try and rob rich people to amass a huge amount of money so that I can start uh, purchasing a massive army. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Hold on, my PDF is giving me some some issues here for some reason. If you want to know what my character's current plans are, Brendan, uh -huh. the idea is steal slash amass a lot of money, amass a humongous army, and then when the conflict between the forces of Snake Peak and the Empire are at their maximum, steamroll in and fuck up everybody and steal the glory and the Empire. Okay, all right, so... So you were, uh, my, my aggregate in PDF just crashed on me for some reason. Um, hold on. Ah, there we go. I had the, I had the wrong file size. That's why. Um, uh, I opened the massive one and it was just too draining on the system to do everything. Um, all right. So you are there. All right. Give me another survival roll. Sure thing. I've dropped one of my free dice. So. Damn you, did he die? Okay. I got it. So I've got a one, a ten, and a three. So ten at the highest. All right. So now make. So you. So your aim here is to rob rich people. Uh, rob rich people, most certainly. All right. So uh, avoiding martial heroes. So make another roll on the survival. Just, okay. this, is, this is like your bandit free roll, for lack of a better yeah, word. Yeah, I got an eight. All right, all right. So you kind of, was... so you're kind of like in the foothills. It's very dry and arid here, and yeah. you know, it's a much different region. Um, but you sure. eventually see a a very a very um, uh, elaborate looking wedding caravan, and and you know, like every you know, the the, the sedan chairs are all draped in red, and there's a groom. Uh, you know, who, who looks very content with himself and, you know, there's like a hundred people in this, in this retinue. Excellent. I'll, I'll approach boldly in the middle of the road. Okay. Him to hold to the distance. All right. So let me just see who this is first off. Where did that fucking die go? Ah, there it is. Do you, do you get it? I got it. All right. Okay. Okay, so what do you do? Okay, so they've stopped. They've got a retinue of 100. Um, whilst I'm possessed, can I use chi techniques? You, well, you, you, you need to rest and bring your imbalance rating down again before you can... Do you know what I mean? You're like... Would, would, would myself possessed, though, still bring down my imbalance rating 
keep in possession of myself, sure, but allow themselves to use my techniques cathartically. Does that? Um, you're you're gonna no you you right now you're you're I mean you would do physical damage to yourself if you were to do cathartic. No, I, I I get with my current imbalance. What I mean is is as I'm possessed, would the chi spirit willingly meditate or whatever to remove imbalance so that they could use chi techniques cathartically? Oh yeah, I think you can do that. I think once that well, you know the way that I do it is once it's set, you know that you know it's just a matter because you still you know as long as he's not purged or she's not purged, it's it's fine. Yeah, they're still they're still present. Yeah. Um, cause then in, in the time that I was traveling or whatever, in my off time, I probably would have been meditating to remove. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. So you, you, you are probably at a reasonable level. Um, okay. In which case, as I'd spotted them, I would have tried to have done a, um, phantom Phoenix sword in preparation so that I could, you know, have it as I approached. I'd be holding like two swords. Okay. Uh, I'll roll for that if you'd like. Yeah. Make a roll. Okay. So I am doing it cathartically. Um, so I've got so far a 10, a 6, and an 8. And the other two are a 7 and a 6. So that succeeds. Um, so then when they've like halted, I'll be holding my two swords, one of them which is obviously phantasmal. And I'll go, My name is Boris Drunken Sword. I don't want your lives. I want all of your money. Hand it over and you can leave. The the man sort of um, sneers at you, and he says, "Do you know who I am?" I throw the sword at him. Weapon hunts for food. Okay, all right, make a roll. Sure thing. I'm doing it cathartically again, and as I throw it, I'll just go, "Don't know, don't care, want your money, not your life." But I'll be taking it. <laughs> Are you going to be trying to kill him or trying to wound him? Uh, trying to kill him. Also, I rolled a nat 10 so far. All right, so Six, seven, eight, and eight. So, All yeah, right. nat 10 on the weapon hunts for food. All right, so the, the so uh, that was the attack roll, right? Attack roll, right, yeah. So, roll so damage. damage roll will be 6d10. Also, chi is via imbalance is refunded. 6d10 um, plus three wounds. Uh, two, three, nine... Three nine, three. All right. So two so the, three. The sword, three. the sword buries in his belly up to the hilt, and he just sort of is like his arms are out. He just looks shocked and drops dead, and everybody screams. And one of the more. I'll, I'll call. I'll call out again. Money, not your lives. Leave uh, without it. A, a, a man with a with an official's hat. Uh, you know. Uh, begins uh, instructing people, and they all take out several chests and bring them to you. Excellent. I'll I'll retrieve the uh, the sword then. You know, I'll recall it rather than sending it around, sword whipping, striking, chopping off everybody's heads. And they they all That's sort it. of drop the treasure and bow. Yeah, and then I just point for them to leave. All right, they they all move right. on, and you have as you they have, leave, like, I go enjoy your wedding. And I looked to see if the bride was particularly beautiful. Is she a martial hero? Um, the bride is inside of a sedan chair, so you don't know. It's As it a... passes by, I'll do a mundane blasting blade to blow off the like side canopy of the wall or the roof. All right, you can uh, just make a, a an attack roll just to see if you don't totally botch it. 
shopping and accidentally <laughs> behead the bride. Yeah. Uh, one, one, five, six, seven. So seven oh. at the highest. All right. So you, you uh, so so you just want to like slice it open? Was that it? So that you can see? Uh, I was going to use blasting blade. I'm not attending to strike oh. anybody with it, but it allows me to strike it and you know kind of like blow it up, kind of. So I'm intending to do that to destroy part of a wall and roofing of the uh, kind of like canopy over her, just to reveal her. Okay, the 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 bride looks very beautiful, and she you know she 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 kind of glances at you and turns away. Is she a martial hero by any chance? Um, you're not sure. I'll you say don't to recognize her. her. I'll 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 say to her. Do you fancy yourself powerful? Um, she just says no. Excellent. Pass along. All right. All right. Don't look too pretty. Tell. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So you let, you let them go. Ah, but who's better looking? Your wife oh, yeah, I, or... I, I, I fling some mud at her as she passes as well. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um. I'll take all the money. How much did I get? <laughs> All right, you got uh, 15,000 spades worth of gold. So 15 tails. Silver tails. I'm going to need to hit up a lot more weddings. <laughs> right. You need to find a way to cut it around as well, because this is an inconvenient No, I'm, gonna immediate, I'm going to immediately invest it into a small retinue of mercenary forces and stuff, into like an army with some supplies. So maybe like... 50 people, 100 people. Okay. All right. You, 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 that, that's, probably, that's probably something you would want to do with the Ogre Gate Inn. That would be... Uh... Yeah, I just needed money before I went there. Um, all right. So I'm going to end it here, though, because it's uh, cool. 6.45. That's, that's totally cool with me. So...